and welcome to Faking Lit, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name's Chin C, and when it comes to reading, I just can't get enough. Books, That's a good song. Hello, my name is Tom Redman, and to keep myself fit, I do Bukram yoga. Hi, my name's Josh Bellman, and um, it's my birthday today. Yes, uh, I'm going after after this. I'm heading off uh, with the lads. They said they're going to get me a nice, uh, give me some nice book cake. Uh, yes, looking forward to that book cake. Nice, get, get, creamy book cake. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed. Fingers mm-hmm, crossed. Mm-hmm. Hope. Try not to make too much of a mess, Josh. Mm. Yeah. Great to share. Well, well, you might get egg on your face. <laughs> yes, I could get egg on my face. That's not. That's a. That's a different bodily process. Um, but, Are you yeah. Sri Lankan? Uh, no, I'm from Uttar Uttar Pradesh, oh, India. Wow. あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ
Never Let Me Go by Katsuo Ishiguro. Uh, he's, well, Ishiguro is a bit of a, uh, oh, he's a British institution now, isn't he? Um, he's come, he, he is a uh, British-born uh, Jap Japanese writer who wrote one of the most unexpectedly English books ever written, possibly, uh, in the form of uh, The Remains of the Day. I mean, honestly, you can't get more British than a book about a repressed butler, can you, really? Um, and he's done it again! He's done it again with another moving book about the human condition, about flouted uh, ambitions and frustrations and misconnections and unrequited love. Uh, this time with a slight science fiction bent. Guys, what are your personal uh, feelings about Katsuo Ishiguro? I'm not sure how familiar you are with his uh, previous works. I'm very familiar. Yeah? I'm very familiar. Yes, I, I, I think he's, I, my general feelings are feelings of, uh, of, of, of friendship and, and bonding. Right. I, mean, I, know, we, I know them all very well. You know. Right, okay, okay, so you, you know him personally, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, we went to the same school city. Well, d yeah, school city. Yes. You went to the what city school, city of London school. Um, sure, sure. I'm seeing very uncertain, shaky ground here, Josh. Oh well, you know, the, you well, you've been to a university city, haven't you? Yeah. Yes. Well, you went to a school city. It's a very, very it's good a big school. school. A good, good, good big school. school. Uh, how many I mean, people? we probably went to the same school city. Possibly, we're both middle class, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> you got me. Give me the middle class handshake, the secret middle class handshake. This is this is um interesting departure uh, in some ways though from his previous books. Katsu Ishiguro obviously uh, writes books that um, delve deeply into or usually uh, mostly uh, first person narratives. Um, he gets into the headspace of his characters in a way that's quite uncanny. Um, almost a Stanislavskian really in the way that he's able to evoke like, the thoughts, emotions and feelings of characters who are quite unlike himself. Um, now um, what he's brought new to this table is this slight science fiction aspect to this book. Now this intrigues me because at first glance Never Let Me Go doesn't seem like a typical science fiction style story. In fact uh, if you read the book the setting doesn't seem particularly futuristic in many ways. A lot of uh, the, the, the England that it describes feels like it could have been taking place in the 70s, 80s or 90s but with the one noteworthy exception that this is a world in which clones exist. Now, what do you think about this? Uh, this sort of, uh, I guess, kitchen sink science fiction is the best way to do it. Would you describe this book as a true science fiction book? Or is it a literary fiction work with elements of science fiction embedded within it? I think because the book references science doesn't make it necessarily science fiction. Mm, okay. There can, I mean, science is present in a lot of books, and I think it's very close-minded for you to call it. So you could say that, like, oh, um, uh, Treasure Island's got water in it. Water is H two O. Science, therefore, science fiction. Uh, and I don't think just because something you wouldn't say that, like, any movie that has anything medical or like illness related into okay, treatment is science fiction just because it's I mean every everything's fiction so just because that's so I think your your question's a flawed one well I, I would I would argue that perhaps like um we have grown accustomed to the notion of science fiction being 
a work, uh, a genre in which you have to have aliens, you're going to have spaceships or whatever. Um, and I, I would argue that's a limiting way of looking at a genre which uh, is actually quite expansive. Uh, I, um, but it's interesting because this, this book definitely has a foot in both worlds, I think. This is talking about science that doesn't necessarily exist quite yet, or rather it is close to happening, but we're not quite there yet. And it raises some very interesting ethical dilemmas um, from uh, biotechnological processes. Um, I, I, I think I, I, I would classify it as a work of science fiction, but only just, only just. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. What would you want to oh, I'd, 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 I'd say, yeah, because it's, it's, it's part of the the basic premise if it's part of the basic premise that is science fiction where we're having uh, clones on the, an industrial scale yeah right and donating yeah. organs so yeah then stuff. I just call it yeah I call it science fiction right okay so you're happy to go with it as a science fiction work of science fiction yeah okay although I think it would yeah I'd like to see a, a science a sci-fi adaptation of uh, say Treasure Island I'd like to see a science fiction equivalent in terms of cultural uh impact on pirates that Treasure Island had mm. because there was no um, parrot on the shoulder there was no pirates going R and all that uh, X marks the spot all that stuff was brand original we should really be doing uh, a podcast about Treasure Island to be honest we, we did do a podcast about do it again Island. yeah do it again um, <laughs> we could we, well, maybe we probably maybe should do it again is it too late to change the book? Um, <laughs> yes, because there's some. Um... I'm gonna do Treasure Island, okay, <laughs> and then right. you guys can do this, this, this one I, with my, do, my uh, mate. Because I mean, I know Kazuo, like you, we, we're mates, you know. So you feel that you couldn't have an well, objective opinion on this book? Well, I, I'm exactly. So I, I would think... have thought I would have thought that you would have been able to give us even more of an insight as to his thinking behind this book, rather than abandoning it. You you know him personally. We've got a fountain of knowledge in you having a good direct line. You could possibly even phone up Katsuo himself and ask him, were we on the money? And if he knows where we man is. Oh yeah, sure, I could do, do that, but I think he's probably busy now because I know he he really likes um, napping. <laughs> right, okay. And yeah. I think he's probably going to be napping now. Okay, I, I, that's a shame, that's a shame. We're recording this, it's, it's 7.32 right it's now. It's an early napper. It's a pr prime nap time. Does, okay. he, does he call it... Katsuo napping, like, like a cat, <laughs> the animal. Yeah, sure. Oh, sure, I'm... he does. Of course, he does. Why not? Um, <laughs> I feel you are humoring me. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am Arthur. I. Uh, I must admit, um, I'm. Uh, I don't like those kind of jokes. I think okay. I think that's a bit racist against his heritage. Uh, okay, guys. Oh, I can't know you. Well, I, I, like... I'm standing up for what I think's right. Okay, and if you right. don't think that's right, mm. then I suppose you should go away. Right, yeah. fair enough. Okay, so what is served then? If we don't think that, what is served here by the idea of this book that is like um, using outlandish ideas like clones, but setting it in a really provincial kind of a background? I mean, we've got like um, boarding schools, countryside. It's very provincial, very very like relatable, and you could recognise elements of like the uh, English country life in this book and for the longest period of time they keep withholding all these details until eventually you realize oh my goodness yes this is a uh, they, they refer to like um teachers as guardians they refer to the process of completion as a weird sort of like a uh, game of sleight of hand that's going on here with uh, the limited viewpoint of kathy uh, our uh, narrator 
giving us just about enough information along the way to kind of think to ourselves, okay, so what's going on here? There's something not quite right. I mean, it's, it's, it's a gambit that might not pay off sometimes because, uh, you know... So you're saying it's like the uncanny valley, but it's like almost like a literal valley in the English countryside. No, 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 that's not what I was saying. That wasn't... But I like where you went with that, because um, clones and humans and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Not quite an uncanny valley. So, I mean, something... Well, more... it's still creepy. It uncanny, is cre uncanny valley there is, is creepy. Cre no, well, that's true. There is yeah. a creepiness. A lot of women say I'm very uncanny valley when I'm um, in their uh, personal space. That's, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So it's the, it was Maybe it's because you keep referring like uh, to it as an uncanny valley, though. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like the word uh, vagina, to be honest. So I'm, I, I much prefer uncanny valley or um, Venus guy trap. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure how many um, people would be down with that one. Um, well, it's for, is it flora or fauna? Flora. Flora, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a relatively wholesome description, I think. Agreed, agreed. Uh, I mean, what does everybody else think? What are your favourite euphemisms for, for that area down there? Uh, treasure chest. Ah, oh, nice. Obviously. Keep it going treasure Island tip. Well, I'm, I'm on Treasure Island now, and I think, uh, I mean, it reminds me there's a sort of synergy here, right, between the island, mm -hmm. which was the movie starring. Uh, Ewan McGregor mm -hmm. and Scala Scala Johnson Scarjo, um, which has a similar sort of story, really a similar concept in the sense that these are people being wait the same similar concept to the, the Never Let Me Go or Treasure Island, both. Oh, a, okay. I think it's the missing link between the two. We've we've sort of stumbled across that. Wow, that's an interesting. It's the island. Oh, it's an island. Yeah. It's got, uh, it's got water around it. Has clones who are donors? Clone, they're getting clones to dono their organo. Donor clones. Dono cloners. their liver. Cloners, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, this is an interesting parallel you've drawn up here between the uh, the island and Never Let Me Go. Because, and um, treasure maps. And treasure maps, yeah. But I want to pick you up on that point. The Island, as we all know, is an action-packed movie directed by M Michael Bay, starring Ewan McGregor and Scarlett. So Chandler. much explosion. And here's the thing. When those people find out, when Ewan McGregor and Scarjo find out that, oh my goodness, we're clones, we're clones, clones, um, our body parts are going to be given away to uh, people, our clones, in order to make them live longer, they fight back and try to escape. Nobody does that. None of the clones in, none of the cloners in the Never Let Me Go uh, actually try to fight back or escape their fate. And we're talking about Kathy here, who's a narrator, Tommy, who's the uh, friend of Kathy, and Ruth, who is uh, Kathy's other friend, who they're all involved in a, a kind of like love triangle. Um, they don't, there's something not quite right about these. They, they, they seem kind of incomplete. Don't, don't think what you feel as you were like reading this book. They were like making all these sort of choices and that didn't seem relatable. Like, as if like, oh, I wouldn't have done that. Well, maybe maybe because you are a selfish person. These are very selfless in utilitarian terms. Okay, is, are they selfless to, now? They're giving their organs away to... to are they doing lives. that because they're genuinely selfless or because that's just all they know in their life? They haven't been presented with any other alternatives that actually they could live their life as full as any person who's not a colonel. 
I think you're very selfish. This is the, the main point. Uh, I agree. I, I agree. You don't. You don't even want to donate your bum fluff after you die. I mean, what? that's that's not an option. That's not an option. It, it is and an you option. don't want it's to share the treasure. Who and wants I, my bum fluff after? What's that gonna? What purpose is that gonna solve? Yeah, Dude, but who, so what, make a wig out of that. No, who wants a bum fluff wig? Um, where one? If you went to a wig store, and speaking as a man who's bold, right, and I have been given my the option. I, if somebody told me, like, oh, by the way, this wig was made from bum fluff, I would say, no, I don't want that on my head. Why would I want that from my head? What, if it's, a, what if it's someone you really like, I could put, or a, la it, a lady you really like? Like, no, 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 no. It, also, why would I want bum fluff from a donor when I could use my own bum fluff? If I was that desperate to get a wig made from bum fluff, just use my own bum fluff. No, but what about, like, cancer kids? <laughs> For what? Oh, God. Why would they? <laughs> what are you talking about giving them bum fluff wigs? No, like they, they might. Oh, they're giving you their bum fluff. No, so you get cancer. <laughs> yeah, take that. Uh, I think this is not very nice. <laughs> this is, hey, this I is I smash through the basement of anything I've ever heard on this podcast. I didn't go there. You're talking no, 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 you, you misunderstood what I'm saying. My brother, no, my brother, my brother did this once. This is a real thing. So when you grow your hair, if you grow a hair, you can donate it to kids' charities, right. and they make wigs out of hair right. yeah, for well, kids who are, who are, who are receiving so cancer treatment. You're saying you should give your bum fluff to these kids. Well, they 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 might appreciate it. Because I don't know about that. Wait, what's bum know. fluff? Have I understood <laughs> what bum fluff is? Well, maybe, maybe Sid, you could elaborate on what you me meant by bum. Yeah, fluff. go on off. Yeah, you opened the, the yeah. bum fluff you door. Did, yeah, it did. This is a euphemism for follicles that grow on your on your top lip. Yeah, which is which is not gonna it's not gonna be a good wig. I don't okay. know what I. Well, you, would you prefer the anal hirsuteness? <laughs> because I have a lot of. To, to donate, I'm selfish. No, no, I, I mean, which would make a better wig? Bum fluff from an adolescent kid who can barely grow a beard, or actual hair from around the anus? Uh, it's a tough sell either way. It's not going to be a, it's not going to be a good wig. You're it's not going to be fucking broadcast on this podcast. Is what it's <laughs> maybe, maybe this Jesus Christ! Idea. Maybe this isn't a good idea. I mean, maybe, maybe it's not. But my brother did it, and the <laughs> charity were very. Oh, very it waxed his. It didn't wax his, his arse crack, did it? I'm just saying the styles <laughs> are going to be that. limited. You're not going to get many options for a bumper. Style. <laughs> like, uh, Maybe can... they can like sew I mean, them together. Well, what is the, the evolutionary purpose of bum, like hair in your bum? No, there's a, there's <laughs> a, a very good question. It's question. Sometimes, I mean, it's true. Like, no, it's, like, not, it it's, not, it's that we stopped... Uh, it stopped being no. If something stops being, oh, I can't remember. It just get, it gets in the way. The, the little feces get kind of curled up. Cling, uh, clingons, ding, dingleberries. Yeah, um, it's 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 a very good point. It, but it's it's the same reason. Like, why do men have nipples? Oh, that is because we we can breastfeed. Can we? Yeah. That that person. They can. They can lactate. Club, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, you can lactate. Men can lactate. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's something for me to give a go at later after the podcast. So, um, is there any sort of way you can make this happen? I can't. Really. You definitely can't. You definitely can't. Seriously, there are dad. The, the internet, that shit. Seriously. Yes. Well, how about you write in for your lactation tips, male lactation tips? Why don't you write into uh, fakinglippodcast at gmail.com I think if you take hormones, I think if you 
take hormones and yeah maybe send in some hormones to us uh, uh, but you have to hang around a baby Pro- probably hang around a baby just yeah. hang around a baby just, just hang out we hang out with a, we a gang of babies I like that I like the way that your body just starts to go oh is there a baby near here oh, I better make some milk yeah. that's that's a wonderful thing about yeah. the human body that is literally yeah that's exactly how women's bodies work yeah. can I just say as well like if you're donating the bum fluff to a kid with cancer like, oh, okay. it would be like for him to get his own sort of bum fluff on his upper lip oh so you so want it's to let him have the have the feeling of get, getting bum fluff for the first time why not give him like an actual beard though in that case why not just skip the awkward part you can't I, jump straight to that yeah, you, the, the, the power is accurate, yeah. what cancer what kid with cancer needs a beard by the way <laughs> hipster hipster beards for cancer kids <laughs> fucking hell eh? Gives, We're knocking on doors for that one. It gives them, it gives them a good, <laughs> yeah, a good uh, sense of uh, makes the, them look at least ten years older. Is what I've heard. You, Young fans of Brian blessed with cancer. Yeah, no, exactly. Dot com. Maybe, maybe you never know. Maybe, maybe they could. Uh, they they want to get that role on a. Uh, I'm scoffing at this idea, but I, I genuinely don't think it's that 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 ludicrous <laughs> idea. Like in all honesty. It's not kids with cancer. He's taking the piss. <laughs> it's just like realistic makeup. Like your face. Like you don't think twice about a kid in face paint. It's true. But then now you're like, now I'm saying that. Oh, and what if we put it up one grade and yeah, then we yeah, give yeah. them a a, a lip a lip wig? To you're be like, honest, you're, you're um, like, oh no, my world's crumbling. <laughs> I'll be honest, it's Josh. Sensible. I don't have a problem with the idea of kids uh, who are struck down with an awful disease having a beard. You don't force it upon exactly. them, right? Exactly. No, I, I think I think I, you should I, force it. Actually. I, I think I think if it's a little girl, it should be a big handlebar mustache, <laughs> mutton chops. I, I don't get into the whole idea of ethics, for a of, pound. ethics of forcing them to have beards. I don't have a problem with them. <laughs> if they want to have a beard, have a beard. What I object to is why do you have to get people to donate their bum fluff to make this happen? Why can't you just buy it's a realism. fake beard? Oh, like, that's, it's, it doesn't look good. So bum fluff is the stuff that's on your chin, just facial hair. Yeah, not, not so around the arse. Yeah, let's go yeah, with facial hair. Nothing to do with the arse. I'm sure people are confused like, out there. People might need that clarification. Uh, We're not talking I think about people are upset, plucking, to be honest. Shaving no, your no, arsehole and then giving it, dropping it off. About. I can't get images donating arse hairs to you, fucking kids for cancer. Do you believe in karma? Because I think you've got some bad things coming towards you. <laughs> well, actually, Sid, we genuinely. Well, why don't we let the people decide? Do we think that no, you kids with cancer? Oh God! Wait, do we think that sick kids deserve the right to have a beard? And if so, what's wrong with donating some of your hair to them? To, so they can get a beard? Yeah, it's like it's like if they ask for it, they'll be like, sure, mate. Like yeah. or sure, little girl, we'll give yeah. you that. You can do whatever you want. It's like it's 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 exactly the same way that like a kid might want to dress up as Spider Man. This they is great. They might want to dress up as a fourteen year old. This is great. This this is exactly what the heart the the ethical dilemma of Never Let Me Go is whether it's ethical to have clones for which you can shave off their bum fluff and then give to um sick kids. Well, That's basically like, well, what's no, happening. Sure, hair is replaceable, but organs. They don't reproduce anywhere near as efficiently, and that as, and that disgust and and that disgusted you less than me suggesting to shave off bum fluff. And I, you're like, I, oh I yeah, sure. When you say bum fluff, take out arse hair. Take out their take out their livers. Um, take out their livers, kill them. Yeah, take their heart. What? But then I say shave the beard, and you're and you and you throw a shit shitty. If that's even a word. Well, in some cultures, head is more sacred than the liver. Well, <laughs> wait, hold on a second. I don't know about that. Yes, that's a hair is more sacred. Than that the is a stupid culture. No, the culture is called um, Samsonite. 
and you cannot cut your hair. But they make luggage as well. Oh, right. um, <laughs> there's definitely a culture. The Samsonite culture. Yes. Uh, are, are they a nomadic people? Are they a nomadic people that reside predominantly in, in airports, by any chance? Yes, I mean, yeah, they are, yes. I mean, you can find them in airports, yes. Sure, sure you can. Thanks, Arthur. Yeah. Everyone's trying to shit on me now. No, I, Josh, I it's think I'm on your side. I'm on your side, Josh. I think there's nothing wrong with giving up bump up to the needy. Um, I, was, I, was, I was against it initially, but um, I, because I was speaking from the point of view of a bold man who was insulted by the idea that I'd put um, the hair of an adolescent male on the top of my head and pretend, yeah, that's my hair now. Isn't it convincing? Um, not down with that. But if it's to a kid who's struck down with serious illness like, and he wants a beard, I'm down with that. But, it, but like you, you or I could even wear one like if we paid for it. You know, it's like if I if I like shave. You know, sometimes you shave a bit too much, and you're like, oh, shouldn't have shaved so much. And then you got to get it back. Yeah. You got to put a little bit of artificial bum fluff on. It's tasty stuff. Tasty. Well, stuff. You no, know, I'm not eating it. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm not eating. <laughs> I would have tried it there. You don't eat curious. the hair, it's hoping that it you, comes no, out no, your face. No, 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 no. Come on, it's just like it's right there. Like, it's, it's nice. You know, if someone donate. What if someone donated a handlebar moustache for you to use as a wig? <laughs> yeah, uh, and they were really big, so it like went over your whole head, like yeah. like when See, like a when. That was that's actually very similar to a haircut I had when I was seventeen. So I'd be totally fine with that. I'd be like a look back, the curtains look, like the handlebar curtains look. That's, that's handlebar pre- curtains. Yeah, handlebar curtains would just come down like a teenage monopoly guy. Pretty much, yeah, like a million, a millionaire teenage monopoly guy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I have no problem with that. Like, get, get the handlebar massage. I'm thinking of other possible like bit, hairs that look good on the lower part of your head and the top part of your head. Uh, imagine having a goatee on your head, for example. That'd That's a strong look. Strong look. Uh, What's this is that all right with again? you, Tom? Mm-hmm. Is that all right with you, Tom? Uh, is that some sort of like moral upheaval in in society about having a, uh, a beard on your head? I, I'm stirring. I'm, yeah, I can feel. <laughs> so he's a man, I'm not very I'm conservative there. views of what's acceptable. <laughs> Yeah. Let the kids have their bum fluff. Let the kids have their bum fluff. And let anyone up put whatever hair they want anywhere they want it. Well, we, we, well, it we, doesn't affect you. But I think this is an important discussion, guys, because we are. Look, <laughs> the fact that we've had such a like passionate discussion about things like donating just hair, just hair, just hair, just hair, just hair. What does it mean when you face like if we live in a society where you have clones? Clonors like Kathy, Tommy, and Ruth giving up their organs and just sort of like saying this is the way it works. But they're not donations, though, actually. So because they're just being taken from them, it's more like you, tax being taken from your wages. It's more organ tax, really. The tax, you know, you are you are paying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there's not not, not many loop ways around it. You can't really send your kidneys out to the Cayman Islands no, or. <laughs> True. I mean, that, that, that'd be like a, a, a great sort of like workaround move. You've kept all your organs in an offshore account, yeah. but you end up Jimmy dead Carson. anyway because you actually had to put them in an offshore account, just leaving this shutting down body. Or yeah. you just have Jimmy Carr has like six livers in there. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, take that, Jimmy Carr. Zing. <laughs> How do they match the organs to the. To the to the recipient. Clone. Clone. Uh, no, you say, funny you say Tinder. They could have an app called Grinder. They can call it Organ Grinder. 
And how would that work? You'd just flip, you'd be flicking through, and it would just be like a picture of like. It'd only be gay, gay men's organs, by the way. A splattered out like uh, kidney, like yeah. in in a metal. Oh, by the receptacle. way, make sure you download the right app as well, because if you get the wrong app, you're in for a surprise. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. And you just you would be like, only get one kind of organ. Really yeah, yeah. Kind of long yeah. Oh, I like the look at this guy's beard. <laughs> yeah, you turn up on a date where you, you, you turn up on a date. It's a really weak, pale-looking ill guy. <laughs> a sense of loss in his eyes. He doesn't even have any bump blood. That's how rich he is. Because he's already donated it. Okay, okay. Yeah. He went too far with all that middle class showing off all the charity work he's been doing. He's literally got no organs or hair or mates. Oh man. Oh, so yeah. Like, look, this is a is an interesting point to that you've raised about like who how they match um, with people. The app is a great idea, but this is the funny thing about the book, right? The thing like there's no smartphones in this book. There's no apps in this book. This is like like I said before. It's the least science fictiony science fiction book ever. There's barely any mm -hmm. sort of you, you could you, it could have been easily set twenty years ago. It's so I guess anachronistic in a weird way like, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and yet but you said it's supposed to be set in the 1990s England yeah 90s yeah, yeah, also yeah. you're saying that it's uh, it's very sort of uh, ultra real in terms of uh, in terms of the, the setting mm -hmm. about, you, you, science fiction they always have that contrast so you had with um, Alien the first Alien film yeah it's in space but when you actually see them talking to each other with the way they talk and the way they talk about um Contracts coming in and stuff like that. They're basically truckers. They're truckers in space. They were the, yes. the, the plane. They sat around smoking the, the plane cars. You've got to have that S contrast. You see, buckers. Yes, spruckers. Yeah, yeah, spruckers. Spruckers. But sorry, I've interrupted. I've interrupted you for that stupid thing. Oh, sorry, I'm interrupting. So yeah, so you have that, con that contrast. So if you had this all this organ donation with a a book Rogers kind of setting. Mm -hmm. Book Rogers. First, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Arthur liked that one. Chill out, Arthur, mate. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted again for a stupid shit joke that Arthur loved. Sid. No, I, I was laughing at the, the laugh. <laughs> as a meta laugh. Anyway, carry on. I forgot. <laughs> Let's leave it. Sorry, okay. I interrupted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe that's called a callback. It's yes, it's a callback cool and reveal. Um, let's talk. <laughs> what do we think that like um, um, Katsuo Ishiguro is trying to do in this story? What is he really talking about in this story of clones who are made to give up their organs? It's sacrifice. Mm. It's sacrifice, and also trying to highlight all. I mean, in this sort of setting of normality, how every single action that we make has some sort of drawback or, or moral, negative moral implication. So right. that you can't really do anything without feeling like you've just murdered someone. Okay. So, so for example, you open the window now, Chin. Yes. If you open the window and the flat gets a bit um, colder, you'll have to turn the heating on mm. and if you turn the heating on then you're producing greenhouse gases mm -hmm. which is 
raising the sea levels, uh, which will definitely 100% end up in starving children like across the globe. Um, well, okay. So, right. so you sure you want to open that window? Okay. So what, wait, wait. What, what, and when you're talking about like um, this sort of like that that particular sacrifice, obviously is like a mm. negative connotation. So like, every sacrifice um, is a sacri- but like every sacrifice isn't inherently negative, is it? Um, the idea is that no, we I are... think it is. Okay. Um, Everything is the worst thing. Everything is murder. I don't know about that. in some slight way. Just a, a question of how much murder. So okay, mm. all right, all right. So you're saying that everything is inherently negative, but then you're saying like, what are the positives then? There must be some sort of positive gain from the the negative. Otherwise, why do it? At all? Well, positives is is the, as little murder as possible. That's mm-hmm. that's what the positives. Mm-hmm. Are. Okay, so that's that's basically what we're we're going for the least amount of death. Yeah, yeah, the least idea is murder. You know, in this case though, in this case of ne- never let me go, we are literally trading one for one, aren't we? These. Cloner dones, yeah, donor clones. The, the the device. They are giving up their bits and pieces for their actual original like um copy. Their 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 um what's the word that they call them? Uh, they have a whole term for it. Just bear with me. I've got it in my notes somewhere. Possible. They call them a possible. Where somebody who's basically a doppelganger for uh, the uh, uh, actual clones. Um, so that person is living their life uh, and completely, when if anything goes wrong with their body, if they need a new part, they just like reach in and say, like, yeah, bring up my, cl- my clone, I'll have a new liver, I'll have a new lung. And it's basically bit by bit by bit by bit, it's all taken away. There's like little places where they sort of hang out and like um, Kathy in the, towards the end of the book, ends up getting a job at one of these sort of nursing homes where she helps the uh, other clones who are kind of like, re- Ending, uh, reaching the end of the, the process and reaching what they call completion, at which point they're dead. It's very, and and it's it's a it's kind of messed up. It's kind of like being like what the term. Do you, are you familiar with the term Judas goat? Uh, the Judas goat was a um animal, usually like a, a ruminant of some sort, uh, usually goat obviously, but like it was the animal that was led in first to the abattoir, and all the other animals would follow it into the abattoir without any sort of fuss because they thought, oh, it's cool. This guy's going in. I guess we can all go in, and then they're obviously all sorted, and the Judas goat was let out again, and they repeat the process. The Judas goat is there to basically make all the uh, animals be comfortable with the fact that they're being led into the place of death. So that, that's the Judas part, just betrays them. And in some ways, I can't help but feel that like um, Kathy is kind. Of, kind of fits that role towards the end she's not really mm. fighting against it there's never any sort of like question that like that they're going to fight against it like our friends Ewan McGregor and Scar Joe and the Iron. Egan regrets yeah exactly uh, that guy uh, he's not they're not fighting any of this they aren't fighting it they are just going with the flow and this poses another question it's like is it difficult to change things and fight against things isn't it Oh yeah, well yeah. On uh, a certain level, you can say that, uh, yeah, pe- people we are c- complicit in leading younger generations into this society along a certain path. Um, you pop in ideology or passing on idea certain ideology. We aren't even right. realise you're doing it. You could be doing all kinds of destructive things. But you go deeper than that. Is that all that I didn't ask to be born thing and. I didn't ask to be a clone. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but this is very different, isn't it? You're these like Kathy, Ruth, and Tommy. They're all been 
born for a set purpose. Is this a good thing though? Like in some ways, they know that they have a purpose in their life, where most people are kind of like, well, I don't know what, I don't know what they do, they never do. It's just, it's, like it's very, un, it's very unmodern. It's just the whole point. We value so much being able to choose what you can be and do or choose how you want to fail in life usually like this podcast for example yeah exactly yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. but I made this choice I made this choice nobody yeah. forced me to do it yeah it's just I mean like well doing comedy is just a certain uh, flavour of um, failure. failure yeah, yeah did, you, did you make a choice I was under the impression that there's no such thing as free will which is an illusion interesting and this is what Kashu Ishiguru is trying to, to say Interesting. That's so an interesting. Life point. is like um, being on a train in in, in India. Um, it's on two tracks, and it's severely overcrowded. <laughs> that's a bit that doesn't work. But uh, <laughs> like the train. But, but that is train true. There are really busy trains in India. Yeah, yeah. that's possibly the most literal metaphor analogy oh, okay. I've ever I've ever come across. But no, okay, okay, yeah, it's on two tracks and it's yeah. overcrowded. Um, and um, yes, and um, in in India the trains are nationalized, just as these people are owned by the state. Right. And okay. All right. All right. It's, it's not funny. It's, it's just a apt point. You just you're just listing train well, facts. Uh, well, <laughs> I've got to say, Sid. Which, by the way, racist accent. Um, look, guys. I I think like uh, before. Like, let's d delve a bit deeper into some of the um like what uh Sid was talking about the notion of free will in this book. Like now, you think that? Do you subscribe to that? Does Katsuo Ishiguro believe that free will is an illusion? Does is is the, is the central tragedy of the book that there is no free will, or that there is free will and they've squandered it? They talk about the passivity of these characters. Is it more tragic to think that they can't affect change? There's no point to it anyway, so you might as well go uh, uh, make the most of it. Or is it more tragic? think that like they could have gotten out of this at any point if they just fought just hard enough. Just walking away. Just walked away. Literally just, just walked away. Just non-participation. What do you think? Well I think uh, when once uh, they meet um, Long John Silver it really sort of kicks up and I mean you, you see there sort of this question of free will really comes into it as well. In another parallel between the two masterpieces and um, you know, uh, they. I don't think it's really a, a question of of whether free will is a thing. I think it's a, obviously a thing, but I think it's a question of can we can we acknowledge how difficult it is to actually change anything? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, to to break from a pattern, to 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 start a new thing. It's, this uh, our world is filled with political movements that are very very. Are somewhat destructive mm -hmm. of, mm. of what we have in our hands in society now and it's a question of yes it's hard to change it but you've got to replace it with something right. and if you don't have that better idea if you don't have that better something this is actually turning to a serious point oh dear. <laughs> um, then then what's the point in it then then you then it's not just it's not worth just sort of yeah. chucking away what you've got to hope that something else is yeah. better. It's highlighting the p importance of uh, a discourse and a political process. That's why voting is so important. Literally, on the voting card, X marks the spot. And voting well, sounds like voting, so back to Treasure Island. But yeah. carry on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, X marks the spot on yes. uh, the, oh, co yeah. the correct... Double, double. It's a husband by exhibit, is it not? I'm sorry? Is it... Uh, you're the, the hip-hop head. 
Sorry, what I don't understand. Ex- exhibit the rapper. Yes. Did he have an album called X Marks the Spot? Oh gosh, I think he did. You know, it's irrelevant. Sorry, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. I think that's a really Is my answer. <laughs> I can cut that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let them have empty space there. I could just end that at any oh, no, thing. I thought it was curious that they didn't decide to. Put, I mean, that they they mention exhibit in the in the book several mm-hmm. times because exhibit obviously has his own clone clone there. Exhibit A, Exhibit yes. B. Yes. <laughs> Precisely. Clones are always a fear. They're very ubiquitous. Once people knew about DNA, people have become fascinated with clones and scared of the idea of clones. Like, um, I was uh, I was unloading my balls inside my girlfriend the other day, and <laughs> I I pumped in so much uh, so much cum that after a while <laughs> I stopped worrying about getting her pregnant and actually started worrying that I might turn her into a clone of me just with the sheer amount of DNA I was that's um, how it works yeah, yeah. I think that's that, I mean, the clones are it's just always a fear that I've it's always, always there I've yeah. always loved the phrase I'm loading your balls into uh, somebody because I just get the image of a guy like a workman going whoop, 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 like they back put someone into a truck do you have to do the forklift noise yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just grabbing big crates and hefting it onto a truck possibly possibly whilst being questioned by police as well about like a, a murder or a a witness like a what are they doing law and order okay, yeah John Mulaney, when John Mulaney talks about yeah, it yeah yeah it's yeah it's fucking one of the best yeah, bits yeah, ever yeah I'd say um, yeah no I, I, this is um, that's a great turn of phrase um, I, interesting that you talk about like um, being a little bit freaked out by clones how do you think clones are regarded within the society which they well, I, I'd like to make the point that identical twins are clones that's true. So why do you free- I don't I don't look at Ant and Deck and get freaked out or the, the Ant and Deck aren't <laughs> twins. Oh, they're not. Oh uh, no 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 they're not. Sideshow Bob and Sideshow Mel. I don't look at again. Them. Not twins. Not twins. Oh, they're uh, brothers. They're, oh, they're brothers. Oh, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. <laughs> I don't look at them and they I do play not... twins in a movie. They play twins in a movie. That was oh, a lo- lopsided em- lopsided embryos, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I see what's happened here. You know, not all white people look the same. Oh, oh no, no, I, I did not. Why do you bring this up? You just said that you don't get freaked out when they look the same, and then when identical twins. Yeah, exactly. But Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito are identical look... twins, as you said. Yeah. <laughs> in a movie, and this, this a... they're not really <laughs> twins. Only in the reflection of a spoon, I would oh. say. Okay. So the movie is like free will. It's an yeah. illusion. Which one? Which one? Movies in general are like yes, free will. yes, they are. Yeah. What about free will? The is free will an illusion? Are you saying the people who made free willy had no choice in the matter? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> free willy because that doesn't sound very free willy <laughs> to me. Free willy is not free if all his life is genetically predetermined. He's, he's they shouldn't call it free willy. They should yeah. call it. Genetically determined, really. <laughs> yeah, they should. You're right. Uh, I think you're mocking me again. No, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think. Or maybe, right. the, no, maybe that's the maybe that's the point. Is that it actually on the surface? On the surface, it uh, <laughs> appears to be about a whale. Yeah. But actually, it's just it's about having so much like ex detention free. It's the it's the most important point about the essence of the film. It's very free willy. Okay. I yeah. think as well. I think as well. I like it because it brings it back to water. 
Mm. And you know who also dealt in water? Robbie Louis Steven Sands. Uh, so he uh. he's all you know, like old blind pew, and that's another thing from the book. Um it's great, I think. But 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 there's also a kind of paralysis, isn't it, when you, when it comes to choice. If you have infinity choices mm. like if, if you got dropped in the middle of nowhere and you looked in all directions and you saw nothing you'd probably just stay where you were. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Or yeah. you'd move, but it would look exactly the same. Mm. Yeah. If it's that like, makes so that, any so, sense. So that'd sure. be like Sid moving amongst white people. You know, no matter where he looks... It's all the same. I like moved into your mother. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Ooh, you moved snap. into my mother? Yes, he unloaded into her, I think. No, he said he moved into her like she's a form of accommodation. It's all the same. It's like it was a lot of like loading of crates into a big truck. Somewhere. Oh yeah, so, sure. As I, have, uh, uh, I, I moved in somewhere here. between in a pot. I saw his mother. Uh, in fact, I'm unloading these boxes into her right now. Mm. Beep 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 beep. That's uh, your mother. What's in these boxes? Can you get off my back? I gotta load this mother. <laughs> I'm being very literal here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't truck in no metaphors. I, I don't understand. Mo- when he said, when he told me, when he told me, Tony, you gotta load this mother. I just picked the closest mother to me. I said, do you have children? Okay, help me out here. <laughs> I just kept going, lost that- track of all the irony. <laughs> okay. God damn it! This is layered, you motherfucker, <laughs> you. <laughs> okay. Like going back to what, what do you think? What do you think people think of Collins in this book? Because it seems to me that they, they you can you have to think of them in a very low form to think like to be called cool, the idea of just taking organs for them and just you know. I, general serious point. I would imagine people would um, view them very much the way that people in society now view people who have very who seems to have very. Um, Certain types of jobs where your personality seems very automated, you know, low-level jobs, uh, the help, basically, attitude oh. towards the help. So yeah, it's a lot better in, like, I say, modern-day Britain than it was in old-day Britain. Yeah, um, or just yeah, anywhere where it's it's normal to have like maids and stuff like faceless. Um, this is interesting. I mean, because like you you talk about it. There'd be a class. Like there would be a class of people, and they'd be de- very obviously very dehumanized. Um, oh, I, I would and say, and it'd be yeah. probably very similar yeah. to the attitudes we have towards certain. Uh, um, Arthur was going to say something. Arthur had something to chip in with. Oh no! Don't don't patronize me. No, but you were going to say colonial. something. You, you, could, you called partition, and now this. Hey, I'm not a colonial. I'm Jewish. Okay. Yeah. I'm a colonial. I, I give you permission. Like, like that's that's pretty racist. Did you, yes, you confuse that. you confuse them again. The Jews. Huh? Did you confuse them? Again? You confused us together. There's been several different kinds of Jews. Several? Yeah, true. But but several. what's that got to do with it? Some types of Jews just... are Tom Hanks. Some Jews are um, some Jews are um, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. Just to give you mm. an idea of how much I was struggling to think of another Jew. Jew. <laughs> <laughs> um, Some um, Jews are Jesus. Um, yeah. Some of the best Jews are Jews. The, 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 yeah. the best Jews. <laughs> Some of the best. Yeah. If you're really good, if you really do well at Jew mm. school. Well, Jesus. this is Shylock, to bring it back. Shylock was oh, a right. Jew and he wanted a pound of flesh. 
which yes. is like a kind of some kind of organ donation. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, that's just a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back, yeah. But um, that's a good that's a good segue oh, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, guys, we we are reaching the end of this particular uh, uh, discussion. Um, as it turns out, the whole Tommy's theory about the deferral turns out to be bullshit. There is no such thing as a deferral. It doesn't matter if they prove that they have a soul or not. What's going to happen is going to happen. They can't stop it. Um, one by one, they make peace with their fate. Um, Ruth ends up uh, dying, and so does Tommy. Um, and Kathy is the last one left narrating the but story. The, the important thing is how they die, right? Well, they both die pretty much the same way. It's just giving up their organs. Um, yeah, but but it's how they die. So. Well, well, obviously, I mean. I'm going to try and get you to connect these dots here. Okay. It's how they die. Whether it serves the purpose of the story, whether it's a cheap trick or not. I would say it serves the purpose of the story. Death has been hanging over these characters from the start. We know what's going to happen with them. Mm. They are all doomed, yeah. more or less. And I think it's kind of a ask for the reader, in some ways, whether you enjoy reading a book that is over 200 pages long about characters who are faced with inevitable death and don't try to fight it in any way. We're so conditioned to have stories where people fight against death. What happens when you read a story which is all about the blank acceptance of that fate? And why is it interesting? And why should we care? It's just a basic losing your religion. I mean, religion is just being told, no, you don't really die. That's On some level, just you don't really die. And then you, you, really, you that's just That's just you out. in the corner. That's um, just you in the spotlight. Apology corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Losing your religion. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I think like but that's the thing it's, there's no it's hard to talk about the spirituality of this book in some ways um, because of the idea of the belief in souls I think ultimately the, the whole soul argument is a red herring it doesn't it doesn't matter in, in, in the long run it just it's dangled in there as a sort of possibility of hope for these characters to, to dig them. and that's what a weird way to, to dangle that it's like oh it's, just, it's like a pension just, yeah, it's just a character dangle but it's complete complete waste of time uh, it's going to be an absolute they, most of life is unsatisfactory and you're probably going to end in a catastrophe mm, 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 uh, mm, demonstrably the, the clones have at least three souls two on the, the feet and one asshole um, Joshua Benman told me to tell that joke. <laughs> he just he yeah, I did. Know. I wrote it down. I wish I, it, it doesn't translate. It doesn't translate. I to, thought it would uh, sound better in his accent. No, I was thought I was like that. What doesn't translate to the podcast medium is the awkward, embarrassed smile that you gave me. Like it doesn't really, it doesn't really translate. <laughs> no, 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 I did, I did, I did. I told him to do that. Yeah, okay. I, I think it. Uh, I mean, how do you think it went, Arthur? Do you think it went well, or do you reckon? I, I I cannot hear any laughter, but um, well, I was, there's I, a delay maybe in the. Yeah, future. but I already knew the joke, so obviously I wasn't going to laugh. But, <laughs> yes, but, so, I was laughing, but so uh, white laughter in your ears is just sounds the same as any kind of white noise. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. So uh, you wouldn't know if I was laughing. Or not. I, 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 whereas I, I was pissing myself. Presumably, my laughter to you sounds like brown noise, and you end up shitting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't I don't see colour or hear it actually. <laughs> <laughs> You do not have synesthesia. Well, back back to the uh, stories of so in, funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, now you laugh at his joke. Oh, 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 thank you. So I wanted back. Come on, thank you. I, I win. Yes. Yeah. 
Well done. Well done. Thank you. Well done. I'm sorry, you won't continue to have that. Uh, back to the inevitability of death um, for these cons. Um, yeah. Do you feel sat- <laughs> did, did you think this was a satisfying book? Did you? Wh- how did you feel about the lack of sort of action on these characters? What I liked, did you like reading about that these are uh, unaction inaction heroes? I guess. I liked it because it was just brutal and depressing and hideous, and I liked seeing that propagated into the minds people so you felt you found it a satisfying reading experience then yeah okay okay what about um what about everybody else what did you think do you do you subscribe to this bleak i mean it's interesting that you think that it's also like a very like a bleak book because kazuo shigeru actually thought to himself upon finishing the book that it was actually happier than some of his, his previous works and i'm wondering what what happiness there is in this book at all he might just be a bit a bit sick I at least have the sense to realise things are awful, and I can call it that. I don't pretend it's nice. That's fucking sick. I'm worried. Do you need a hug, Tom? <laughs> Do you need a hug? Is no, no. Really I'm, I'm very zen. Really? I'm very zen. I'm very okay, much at okay. one with, uh, you sound, with uh, you the sound, darkness. You sound a bit, you know, you sound a bit down. You sound a bit no, down. It's my personality. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's like a. He's very English. Oh, okay. That'll be it then. That'll be it. Um, I mean, like you, you and I, and. Uh, and Arthur here, we've all got our own sort of unique take on angle and angle and anglicisms. Fair. But but Tom is is pure is pure English, and I think that has that gives him a a natural sort of how would you describe it a natural cynicism. Uh, I, yeah, I like to um, I like to sit and <laughs> stew amongst the hot pot of cynicism. Yeah. 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 Okay. There's, right. no, there's no flavorful sort of influence from outside. I'm really sorry, man. Oh, no. I don't know. I didn't hit him in the face there. I pat him on the, on the shoulder <laughs> in consolation. Okay. All right. So <laughs> just like bam, bam. I mean, Josh, you know Ka- Katsuo Ishiguro. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. How do you react to um, Tom's uh, observation that he may be a bit of a sick man? Well, it all stacks up, really. I must admit, it all stacks up. I mean, Katsuo is also, I mean, he, yeah, he does have a sort of more colourful heritage than, he, and, and sort of being raised in London, as we were speaking about earlier, you know, it's like, it's a special city. And, uh, but, but Katsuo is, is one of those English people I know. I mean, he, he only ever eats bangers and mash. That's all he eats. He refuses to eat any other food. And even like pork pies are too spicy for him. Because they're peppering. Okay. He's really English. Okay. He was all about Brexit. Right. He loved Brexit. And he got sad when, um, who's that big, tall boxer guy that's racist and Vladimir. horrible? Tyson Fury. Kitchko? No, the Tyson, ra- Fury. Tyson Fury. He got sad when Tyson Fury didn't win. Even though, he, yeah, is, is he English? Tyson Fiora. Yeah. Yeah, Manchester. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He got sad when he didn't win. Can't believe that guy's name is actually Tyson Fury. That's yeah. it. From birth, they saw their baby and they were like, this kid, Tyson Fury. <laughs> and he was like, you what? <laughs> and then they had a, and then the kid was like, started like fighting on the playground and they were like, that yeah. kid, that six foot seven kid, and he's the, really... <laughs> the, uh, the kid, that was like a bit of a bad day. His best friend was shit kicker Jones <laughs> um, fuck him up O'Reilly <laughs> fuck him up 
Uh, Sid, what did uh, you think? Of, uh, what, what, what did you think? Did you think it's a happy book, sad book? How do you feel at the end? Of this I book? think it's a, it's a happy book. Um, Kathy, she she reaches enlightenment. She doesn't try to change her future. I think this is the way for happiness. And I also think on a grander scheme, we should have yeah. You should just let it be, like the John McCartney said. Um, <laughs> Who made the sausages, right? John McCartney. John, John McCartney yes. made the sausages. Um, and Ebenezer with pizza. <laughs> yes. Wrote the lyrics. Sure, but he, he made pizza. Ebenezer's pizza. I know him. Do you want me to get him on the phone? Well, maybe in a bit, yeah. Well, I want to. I want to. Uh, it to finish. But the point. You, you speak Jewish, and as you will know, uh, let it be in Jewish is laissez-faire, and I think this is the whole. Is it the whole propaganda or propaganda, as this Tom guy would say, um, for? Um, for laissez-faire economics, libertarianism, not Wait, having the okay, state, okay, so economics, I think that's... This has taken such a good turn. <laughs> uh, has it? Sure. Propagate? <laughs> what? What? Because you said propagate. Yeah, I said propagate. It's all propaganda. <laughs> I think it's propagate. No, propagate is just when you've got the correct entrance to your garden. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't the propagate with Propagation. Okay. <laughs> It wasn't the the scandal with propane. <laughs> in, in, in King of the Hill, he got a bit of a scandal, and they called it the propagate. Yes. Is this? Well, it's not X, Windows XP Pro, is it? <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good point. Maybe, maybe we should um, ask the audience. What do you think, guys? <laughs> right into fakinglit at podcast at gmail dot com. Are, are you pro uh, or pro? Are you are you on the con side or on the pro side? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Hashtag, hashtag. Marvelous. That's it. That's the one. Write in, guys. We really want to hear you say the words. This is going to work on a text-based medium, isn't it? Um, okay, guys. Look, it okay. sounds like we've got some good feelings about this book, right? I think we've all enjoyed it for very different reasons. But um, as always, you know, no book is perfect. I mean. I've yet to come across a book yet that is perfect in any way. We can always improve, there's always room for improvement, am I right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, you know what time it is? It's time for notes. Notes. No, 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 no. No, 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 I shouldn't mm. have to tell you this already, Josh. You know, you know how the show works. You know how the show works. Yeah, but uh... how would you improve the book? Let's go clockwise this time, Sid. Uh, hello. Um, yes, uh, I think this book was um, the title was very apt. Um, I would never wanted to let this book go. It is a very mm. book. Um, Should have been called Never Put Me Down. Oh mm. yeah, oh, very clever. Mm. The euthanasia kind of aspect <laughs> to it. <laughs> Never. Yes. <laughs> no, that's true. I'm like, yeah, nobody wants to be. It's the sequel. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Animal spell. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> no, no, never let. But maybe he should have added a caveat though. Never let me go, unless you're you're starting to get repetitive, strange, mm. strange. Mm. My 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 daughter said to me, "Never let me go," and then she died of asphyxiation. So, um, wow. Okay. Mm. I didn't. 
Do you enjoy that joke? <laughs> that was the sound I she made. Sorry for your loss. I did oh. not know that. Like you, you, you had a dead daughter. Oh. That you killed yourself. <laughs> but she, 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 she got reincarnated. Well, no, did I hear that correctly? Um, she, she was reincarnated. I'm not sure if the two <laughs> events. Are... <laughs> 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 what was she the reincarnation? Hey, chin, chin, chin. Okay. Sorry, just, okay. just bear with us a second, Sid. Liam Hafford, if he's killed his own daughter, he doesn't want to think she's actually dead. What? Okay. What? No, no. Yeah. I just want to know what she's been reincarnated as, though. Yeah, that's cool, right? Okay. I just want to know. Yeah, but just keep going on with the charade. Okay, it okay. Seems pretty sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, Sid. So I can tell us more about your daughter. Uh. And that's how um, she currently uh, resides. Uh. As yeah. She... So she got reincarnated as a as a surrogate mother so she pumps out more daughters for other people so it's got good karma it works right that seems how long ago very, did your it's a very pyramid how, scheme mentality how, 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 how long ago did your daughter pass away um, more than nine months ago so she immediately became a surrogate reincarnated in the surrogate mother who was born around about the time that she died because that's how reincarnation works so this surrogate mother is Nine months old. Oh dear. Gonna be sick. <laughs> um, no, That's yeah. such a cop out, anyway, though. So this, um, um, no, uh, I think you're very really. Um, your kid dies. Get your kid gets I run mean, over in the go. It's all right. You were a Buddhist. I, I'm an avid. Um, <laughs> Tom, you're, you're, we're kind of like my other kids are Christians. That one were a Buddhist. So uh, I'm an avid listener to this podcast, and you haven't defined. I think last time Ham Salis made this point. How long is a month? <laughs> A month is 30 days and don't get me on the whole like what is a day yeah but actually hours. he has a good Clearly. point no 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 no, no 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 when you think about it what is a dead daughter really eh? define dead daughter I think you? it's pretty close I think like no 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 I'm more concerned about a surrogate mother that's aged nine months there's a lot of there's a lot of problems with this story is I'm what sure I'm saying I'm there's a lot of problems would say that it's all just molecules and nothing really matters <laughs> like the Metallica song <laughs> <laughs> but okay, well, as long as your daughter's in a good place now. Cosmically, it's calibrated. It yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about the whole nine month thing, but there we go. Great. How would we have improved this book, fellas? Um, more pirates. Really pirates. not enough pirates in this show. Okay. I mean, I know it's like in a rural setting. It's like a bit like sort of funny, like weird thing. But like, pi- like if you think about it, like a West Country accent is is nearly like a pirate's accent. Yeah, a, gr- a gruff, a gruff West Country accent is a pirate. Is how a pirate speaks. So they missed a trick there, and they could have got Johnny Depp in to play. Oh, I'm Johnny Depp. Oh, oh. And then they, they would have been like, oh, what's he like? You want my liver? I'm dead now. I just accepted it. I love it. Keep going, keep going. I made some art, therefore I have a soul. Johnny Depp. He's also playing a character called Johnny Depp in the movie as well. No, but that's the thing is that Johnny Depp's Captain Jack Sparrow will be a clone of Johnny Depp. So it will be like. I mean. I mean, there's too many tricks that they missed. So what is know. a Johnny Depp? I mean, like, <laughs> just <yeah>. molecules. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what am I really? Oh, oh Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, it's good, right? Yeah, exactly. That's how I'd improve it. Yeah. But the thing is, what if like the like if there were two Johnny Depps in the room? Like, how? Which one would you know? Like, 
was the real one, and which one would you have to shoot? Well, one was whoever's got the Shoot him! He's a clone! Oh, no, he's a clone! Well, why, why do you have to shoot? Well, got when you're in a room with with clones or twins, identical people, you have to shoot one of them. Is that just the rule? Stick, stand still, stand still. Which one of you is the real one? Oh, shoot him! Oh, no, him! Oh. That's exactly what happens. And then, and then you have to out. ask some ask some questions and say, wait. Only the real Johnny Depp would know this. No, you just yeah. got to check who's got the best eyeliner and the most scarves. Did you always believe in me? Only the and then, then one of the Johnny Depps will be like, yes! Or, and you shoot that one because you know that the real Johnny Depp never really believed in you. <laughs> did you uh, Did you really hit your girlfriend? Oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> well, yeah. defined hit. Oh. Bam! Bam! <laughs> shoot both of them. <laughs> Get Doug stand up in the room. <laughs> Which one would he most like to do drugs with? Guys, guys, no, really. <laughs> That's a terrible dog stand up. <laughs> a dog stand up! Ah! <laughs> <And then, laughs> but then two dog stand ups appear in the room. Oh no! <laughs> no, we could have spoken about that the whole time. <laughs> about two of every single celebrity, we like. Two dog like, stand ups, sh- Jesus. It's like. That would be terrible. Imagine being Noah's Ark and having to like adhere to that rule. Oh, two giraffes! Oh, the cosmic. one. Oh, which is the real giraffe? Bang! Bang! He put two of every animal in his ark and shot one. <laughs> to find out what the real animal really was. Figure out which one was the clone. <laughs> ask me which of you is the real giraffe. Only ask him a question that the real giraffe would know. Um, so yeah, that's how. That's a good note. <laughs> that's a good note. I would improve it. Tom, how would you have improved the book? Uh, Clone uh, Revolution, Clone Wars, uh, back, Backlash. Um, backlash against the hipsters. The hipsters want to be even more individuals. They're all, but they're all obviously they end up looking the same anyway. Right. So, um, but I still like the pirates. What Josh has said. So I think the pirates and the the clones team up together, kill all the the hipsters, chop them up into pieces of eight. Okay. Okay. Just dispense with the whole organ donation thing. Yeah. Just now, it's just a, about butchering. It's just killing people. It's just about killing people. Yeah, that's what it should. Yeah. Just, okay. What do you want me to do with this other? Fuck it. Just chuck. Throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. Just a waste of good, perfectly good organs. Yeah. The columns just start nicking organs off everyone. Just start hoarding hoarders. It'd be like hoarders, but it just <laughs> instead of newspapers and um, old yeah rivers. old dresses from when your husband still loved you and stuff like that it's just meat one of these days I'm going to learn how to do organ transplants and I'm going to do something with all these livers that I've been keeping in the cupboard Uh, I'll get on it someday that's how all hoarding starts procrastination procrastination you're going to start service yeah Yeah, you're going to deliver I'm going to learn learn eventually eventually deliver deliver yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's good that's good clone board (laughs) Clone Wars, I like it, I like it. That's never been done before. Um, yeah. I, uh, I realised, Sid, we got so hung up on um, your the sad passing of your daughter, I never actually found out what you would have done to improve this book. I, I told you I would add the caveat, never put me down. With the, oh yeah, yes, change yes, the title. Yes, yes, yeah. That's right. I mean, you've just, given Sorry. Your, you've just given yourself extra editing work to do. <laughs> That's true. That's I'm fine. Every, every edit is a, a gift. Every edit is a gift because it makes the podcast tighter. Guys, this has been a fruitful, fruitful uh, discussion. Very much enjoyed it. I think we've learned a lot of good lessons here today. Um, I, I think that, um, I think we should start this whole uh, uh, bum fluff donation charity uh, if we can. Um, I'll look into it. Maybe we can kickstart it. I don't know. Maybe, uh, 
Get Maybe we should Indiegogo it. Maybe Indiegogo it. We what, should Indie. What what, what 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 would we give though as as uh, incentive so for people to donate their bum fluff and how much bum fluff would you have to donate before you get one of our like uh, prizes? There won't be any incentives. You'll be going after the sociopath market. Okay. So we should, we should run it during. They'd be very much in it for the art. Okay. For the love of the game. Just for the love. We should run the campaign during November. Then we can. Curtail the amount of people with annoying mustaches for charity. Sadata, you are fucking on it! Oh, thank you. On it! So you're just trying to turn different charity movements into one step along one long, like, conveyor belt of increasingly weird charity. It is, yeah! I love it. I think so, it's like a conveyor belt of just basically like a factory floor of like, where's his hair going? It's going on the heads of sick children everywhere. Mm. Right, um, and, and and it was like raise, and they're raising money for prostate cancer through November. It, everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner in this situation. Good thinking. Everyone's a winner, baby. That's the truth. Making love to you is such a thrill. Mm, 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 mm. Everyone's a winner, baby. That's the life. And lots of rocks to satisfy, satisfy. And it's all made of glass. I think that's uh, all we have time for, unless anybody has anything they want to promote. No. No. Career's going nowhere. <laughs> promote or promote? Promote. Oh, your accent slipped there a bit. Oh, there. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I, went to English, I went to English school. Uh, in, in, international school. Now you're overcompensating. Oh, I went there. Uh, <laughs> oh, guys. Look, this has been fun. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for joining me today. We will have another great fruitful uh, conversation uh, next week. Uh, until then, keep supporting your local bookstores and libraries. Bye bye, everybody. Bye. 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 bye.